at the end of the day, our chemistry is different. We do all have our own story and putting the pieces of our story together can be difficult and hard, but not when you've got the knowledge of what's going on with you. Hi everyone and welcome to Superwoman Wellness. I'm Dr. Taz. I've made it my mission throughout my career in integrative medicine to support women in restoring their health using a blend of Eastern medical wisdom with modern science. In this show, I will guide you through different practices to find your power type and fully embody the healthiest and most passionate version of you. I'm here for you and I can't wait to get started. This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Superwoman Wellness, where you know I am determined to bring you back to your superpowered self. I love the show and I love doing this podcast. I get to meet so many incredible people from everywhere, but every now and then I want to put my two cents in. And so that's what we're going to do today with Dr. Taz Talks. And I was thinking, you know, I bring people in on the show all the time, right? And some are keto experts, some are paleo experts, some talk the Mediterranean diet. But at the end of the day, I know you guys are nodding your head up and down. There's just a tremendous amount of diet confusion, right? There's a lot of information. We're not dealing with the lack of information, but the greatest challenge people continue to tell me is not knowing how to eat or what to do. They just get sick of it. They're just like, please tell me what to do. And sometimes to be hundred percent honest, I feel like I fail them because I can't physically do like meal plans for every single person I meet, but here's what we can do. We can break things down a bit. We can talk about the major fads and diets out there and the pros and cons. And then we can try to come up with a toolbox or a roadmap of where you should all begin. So if you're up for it today, we're going to tackle diet confusion, tales from the practice. Many of you know that uh, my practice, Center Spring MD, is based in Atlanta, but has really expanded virtually where we see people from all over the world. And I can tell you that whether I'm doing a retreat for you know, very superpowered women, big CEOs, or I'm dealing with refugees in Clarkston, Georgia here, or even in Africa, helping women in different camps there, the questions are the same. What is healthy to eat? How should we eat? So let's tackle that. Let's talk about some of the major diets and, and what I think about them after seeing, I don't even know how many patients in practice over the years, and, and all of you being so willing to share your stories with me. So you know, there are about four or five major diet types. And I'm going to list them out. We have the anti-inflammatory diet kind of founded by Dr. Weil, one that I was schooled in and trained in pretty early on, very similar to the Mediterranean diet, huge pro with lots of healthy fats, lots of plant-based foods, getting in plenty of fiber. It does recognize the importance of meat and doesn't eliminate meat in its entirety, but again, is very focused on whole foods, whole grains, all of that other good stuff. Moving on from that, we sort of evolved from that anti-inflammatory diet into what many people started following, which was a paleo diet, which got rid of all grain and really focused on animal protein, uh, vegetables as their primary source of carbohydrate, getting in a little bit of the healthy fat, but less of an emphasis on that healthy fat. Many of our hunter-gatherer types, pittas in Ayurvedic medicine, many of them did well on that diet and flourished on that diet as well. And then along came keto and keto threw a big wrench at it because all of a sudden people were losing weight on keto and it was incredible. Like pounds were falling off. All this amazing stuff was happening until triglyceride numbers, cholesterol markers, heart health markers started to skew in a different direction. 
Here's the deal with keto. Keto focuses on getting more fats in your diet. It will allow saturated fats, fats from different meat sources, and it's very low in fiber, very low in carbohydrates as well. So it works and it works in limited amounts to really lower insulin and to jumpstart your body into sort of a fat burning mode. But here's the problem with keto, especially in women, it works for three to four weeks, but then it starts to mess with the thyroid and it starts to mess with the other hormones and it starts to drive your metabolic rate in the opposite direction. So keto, while a great, maybe short-term strategy for me is not a long-term strategy based on what I've seen in practice. All right. Anti-inflammatory, paleo, keto. What about Dr. Taz intermittent fasting? I know you're asking me that question right now. I love intermittent fasting. I thought it was genius, brilliant, sort of in terms of getting people to eat within a particular window and really cutting down some of the behaviors that really sabotage us. And that's mindless snacking, you know, reaching for junk food every now and then eating late into the night. It stopped a lot of those behaviors. But then of course, like all things, many people took it too far. And what we're finding is that with super long fast, that actually pushes you into a hypometabolic state. Fasting right before your cycle actually pushes you into a hypo or slower metabolic state. And that's because the body craves carbohydrates and needs those carbohydrates to function for progesterone and estrogen to cycle properly. The other thing we were finding is it's hard to get your macros in when you're not eating throughout the span of the day. So women often walk away from intermittent fasting, being very low in protein, being very low in dietary fiber, and simply not getting the nutrients they need. Men, on the other hand, a lot of their issues with weight are around portions and portion control and unconscious eating. So when they do intermittent fasting, they're incredible. They drop weight left and right. They feel great. They do well. We, on the other hand, do well for a bit, and then we start to stall out. So intermittent fasting, definitely an option, but a permanent option. I'll come back to that in just a minute. I, I would say no as a permanent option. I actually believe in cycle keto or cycle fasting, where you're rotating these things around so that your body metabolically is not getting used to one particular style of eating. Next, we have the vegetarian diet, which of course eliminates all animal protein. And it's not a bad diet. It's usually very high in fiber. You are getting in lots of fruits and vegetables and a lot of great antioxidants. The traps are though, you sometimes are not getting in enough protein and some of the key vitamins that women in particular need, the B vitamins, vitamin D, vitamin E, these are all things that help our hair and our skin and our immune systems and so much more. So you do, if you're a vegetarian, need to be checked for nutritional deficiencies and need to know sort of what's happening at the nutritional level so that you can supplement if you are feeling better on that particular diet. Iron is another nutrient that often runs very low when it comes to being a vegetarian. The other issue with the vegetarian diet, and I've seen this in the Indian community, and I can say that because that's, you know, my heritage, but I've also seen it, you know, sort of with the fad vegetarianism that's going on, and I would say it's true of veganism as well, is the processed protein, right? There's, it ends up being a huge dependence on protein shakes, protein powders, uh, uh, soy burgers, you know, all of these sort of processed meats, so to speak, that are alternative meats, which I don't think is healthy. I think at the end of the day, we need real food. We need whole food. We can use the substitutes to kind of add up a little bit or to, to dial up our macros a little bit, but should we really be 
using them as the sole source of our sustenance to get those protein grams up? Probably not. The other thing that's happening, at least in certain communities, I would, I would again say maybe Southeast Asian, Asian communities is the vegetables that are healthy get overcooked to the point that they're very wilted and very mushy. And then they're just like a simple carbohydrate again, because you've cooked them down so much that you're not getting the fiber that slows kind of the blood sugar from rising. And so a lot of those vegetable preparations, at least the way they're done traditionally, I don't think are healthy. So many people will claim they're vegetarian and yes, they're not getting the meat load that can be very unhealthy, but they are still not technically healthy because they're not getting the fiber, they're not getting the antioxidants, the nutrients, because the quality of their vegetarian food is not quite where it needs to be. Now, again, if they can control for quality, if they kind of know what they're doing, watching their macros, getting those nutrients and not overcooking some of these foods, well, then they're on the right track for sure. Okay, moving on from being vegetarian to actually being vegan, no animal protein, no dairy, sometimes even no eggs. Veganism is all the rage. I feel like it's sort of dipping a bit, but is all the rage for, for a while. And again, I think it's the same concerns. Are you getting too many processed foods in an attempt to get those protein macros up to where they need to be? Or do you feel amazing with it? Lighter, healthier, which is great. Again, it's about making sure whichever diet you're choosing, that you're aware of the traps with each particular diet and then in turn are checking and making sure you're not falling into that particular trap so that your body can get the fuel it needs and the nutrients it needs for good and healthy hormone balance and overall long-term healthy metabolism. So those are the five kind of key diets. So what's your starting point? Where do you begin? Are you still confused? And I didn't bring in the gluten-free component. I didn't bring in candida. Some of these are, are deeper concepts that we like to go into, but here's, here's what I think. I think everybody's starting point is the anti-inflammatory diet. The original diet that talked about lowering dairy, lowering sugar, lowering meat consumption, not eliminating it, but really upping the vegetables and upping, you know, whole grains, not processed grains, so that we had and upping the healthy fats. That to me is the most balanced diet out of everything I've seen out there. It also advocates for eating at regular intervals, eating maybe every four hours or so to keep blood sugar nice and stable. So I think that's everybody's starting point. But if you want a jumpstart or a change or a reset, then there's so many different things you can do. You could do keto for two or three weeks to jumpstart sort of the fat burning. You could do fasting, intermittent fasting for a couple of weeks. You could do a 12 hour fast on a more routine basis in terms of not eating and then move to a 14 or even 16 hour fast two or three days a week. So you can play with it. You can rotate it. That metabolic engine of our gut loves it when we rotate things around and when we challenge it, because that way it doesn't know what to expect. So that, those are some of the things you can do now. You're not satisfied. You're like, Dr. Taz, I need more. I don't want to just talk about the anti-inflammatory diet. I really want to know more. Well, I have the answer for you. If you will go to the Superwoman RX, take the power type test. I have diet matched to your power type. And I have done that using the principles of Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine, along with nutritional knowledge and hormone knowledge to help you identify where all of this kind of pieces together. So for example, if you're a boss lady, which we're the majority of folks that took that test, then we know that they do better and they're very Pitta in Ayurveda, right? That's sort of the go-getter. They're trying to get things done. Well, we know they do better when they are dairy-free, 
very anti-inflammatory, really focused on gut health. So that in turn helps to bring their inflammation down. On the other hand, the gypsy girls who are more Vata, you know, really more air energy prone to things like anxiety and ADHD, they do better on honestly a more paleo-ish diet where they're gluten-free, dairy-free, but they're getting that protein in. They're getting a ton of good protein and a ton of fat in. So that, those are some of the ways we try to build this roadmap of how you should eat and eat for your type. Because at the end of the day, our chemistry is different. We do all have our own story and putting the pieces of our story together can be difficult and hard, but not when you've got the knowledge of what's going on with you. So start with the anti-inflammatory diet, cycle keto or cycle fast if you wanna jumpstart, you know, take the power type test to understand how to match the right diet for you. And hopefully that will cut down on the amount of diet confusion that you might be feeling as you sort of sift through the information of how do I eat and what do I eat and all that other good stuff. Now at the practice, what we'll do, tales from the practice here is we do a lot of testing, right? So we'll test for food allergies, food intolerances, your genetics and how they match to the right way for you to eat and even the right way for you to exercise. We'll look at nutritional markers to see if the particular diet you're following is really doing you justice. And we'll put all that information together and then try to dial it down for you that way. So that's the other more academic way to do it. But if you're not ready for all of that, I don't blame you. In the interim, use this episode, use the power type test to really understand more about you. You can go to drtaz.com to take the test. You can also order the book. It's everywhere books are sold. And hopefully that begins your roadmap, your journey to your most superpowered self. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Taz Talks. Me just running my mouth away over here. I appreciate you watching this episode. If there are other topics that you want me to tackle on my own, please make sure you email me at hello at drtaz.com. Otherwise, I will see you all next time. <laughs>